Hello everyone, welcome back to the Collapsy Podcast. I'm your host Sydney, and thank you so much for joining me today. Just ignore that literal motor outside. I don't know what that was. I know, uh, actually I don't know what I'm talking about. It was a car. I hope that everybody is doing fantastic. I'm kind of all over the place, so sorry for that choppy opening. I literally opened this podcast up by saying, welcome back to the cancelled podcast. Like, no, Sydney, that's not what this is. And I mixed it up, but welcome back to the episode. I'm so happy that you have come here to join me. On this episode, we will be getting into the concept of legacies and purpose because I've been reading this book that I mentioned last week, and it's the Romancing Mr. Bridgerton book, right? And this one has been different from the others in that I find the characters a little bit annoying. And not necessarily that. They definitely got better. You know, I'm at the tail end of it. My goal was to finish this literally six days ago, but it's fine. That's how much I have left. This little part right here. If you're listening, it's like a 16th of the book that's left, essentially. Um, But one of the major, you know, parts of the plot in this episode is that the main character, Colin Bridgerton, one of the main characters, he is so unhappy with his life because he found that he has no purpose. He has no, like, work that he's left behind, no legacy, nothing that is, you know, requires his presence, requires his attention. He feels almost anchorless, as though his whole life is, you know, just prodding along. And he's so unhappy living in that way that he essentially just, like, travels almost constantly to try to find some sort of new muse through which he does find a hobby. But that's kind of the preface for his character and what really makes me struggle to like him as much because he is complaining. He's like, oh my goodness, my life is so hard. You know, you don't know what it's like. My brothers all have something. You know, one of my brothers is the Duke. Not one of my brothers is um, the Viscount. One of my brothers is an artist. You know, all of my brothers have something, but I don't have something. And that's his whole, you know, dilemma throughout the entire story. And, you know, Penelope, she has her own thing going on. If you guys don't know the series, then, you know, read or watch and find out. I won't spoil anything. But I found that whole concept of leaving a legacy behind or needing to have a legacy at all or needing to have this purpose very interesting. And I feel like it's not, you know, a topic that has never been talked about before. We all know that the purpose of our, you know, person and the purpose of our lives are sometimes unknown to us. Sometimes people will be like, I knew I was meant to do this thing. I knew I was meant to do that thing. You know, I felt it deep in my soul. You know, if you grew up playing the piano, for example, and you were really good at it and you're like this, this is what I meant to do. And then you keep going, whatever, like you find your way and maybe end up finding a way to make money out of that. And that becomes your purpose, your legacy. You know, I imagine that was Mozart's path. (laughs) Who knows? But some people, you know, find ourselves on the Colin side. It's like, what am I meant to be doing? What am I meant to be doing? And I mean, it's only really frustrating with him just because of how prestigious and how his life is set up for him. You know, he has all of these resources, all of these people around him to allow him to, you know, try different things out if he so chooses. He just doesn't 
take that initiative, essentially, and that's what I find difficult about his character. He doesn't always take that initiative to find a solution to his problem. Now, the thing about Colin, though, and we see it as the episode goes on, not the episode, I'm so sorry, the book, is that he finds his, you know, tentacles risen or whatever. I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but do you guys understand? Like his, his antenna like went up, if you will, or his light bulb switch lit up. You know, it's like, wait a minute, maybe this is something, basically. And it made me really intrigued by the whole idea of how one finds their purpose. And I think a huge part of it boils down to awareness. Because a lot of the time, especially in today's, you know, modern society, we're kind of go-go-going constantly, whether it's for school or for work or for a particular project or team or aspiration. We can become very tunnel-visioned, at least in my perception. We become so tunnel-visioned with a particular you know, path in life, that we almost shield our awareness and shield our, you know, perception of the world to only be shining light upon one particular experience. And that is so limiting, obviously. But, you know, that's really, to me, the main reason why we're often unable to figure out what our purpose is. And I'm not even saying that a singular purpose is what each of one of us has, you know. I definitely feel as though you can have multiple different, you know, factions of your life and different, you know, phases in your life where different things are going to be important to you, different things are going to excite you, different things are going to repel you. You know, all of that is obviously going to change. You can't be sticking with the same thing for, what, 80 years of your life and be happy doing so. I mean, some people will, but that won't always be the case and we can't expect it to be the case. But I think that it's very interesting to me how he came to that realization and the power of that awareness and how that will lead you to a realization. Now, pulling back to the whole concept of a legacy, right, and the concept of a purpose, There is a distinction to be made between the two, and I feel like I have been blurring it in my mind this past week when I've been thinking about this topic. A legacy, to me, is quite egotistical. You know, you're kind of setting your name on the map and or putting your name on the map for generations to come. You know, you're making yourself stand out in this sea of people. It's like, this is my legacy. You know, this is, I have a legacy. And when I think of legacies, you know, I think of the Hamiltons, I think of, you know, political powers, you know, politics and careers. And I feel like that is one side of the coin. Now, your purpose, I feel like, is definitely goes hand in hand with the legacy. Your purpose can lead you to that legacy. But your purpose is often, you know, talked about as something that is necessary from you in this life to produce or uh, propagate, if you will. So if your purpose is to spread some kind of information, you know, let's say that your purpose is to be some sort of leader, you know, lead this you know, conglomeration of people to this goal or lead them through a struggle, lead, lead, that can be a purpose, right? 
Now, that can lead you to a legacy, but say your purpose instead is to help, you know, build a farm somewhere. Let's say that down the line, you know, with this apocalyptic weather we're dealing with, my window is open because it was warm in my room, although I am going to shut it a little bit because all of a sudden... Oh my goodness, I couldn't get it. <laughs> couldn't get it close for my angle. It's like 50 degrees. It's been 40 degrees all week. It's Christmas week. Make it make sense. Or week is, well, Christmas is next week, but basically this week, you know. Anyway, those are the little specificities of the term. But either way, I feel like down the line, let's say that you need to build a farm and that's like the only way that you can have any type of food, right? Because everything's burnt and everything's gone to shit because the world is burning. But let's say that that's a reality. And your purpose then is to be able to help sustain an environment or an ecosystem that's going to help, you know, further on the life source for the community, you know, or your purpose could be to build a certain tool and be able to do that. Or, you know, your purpose can look numerous different ways. And I feel like as a society, we've kind of shifted from this whole priority of leaving a legacy behind and the politics of that. And, you know, there was the whole needing to marry up you know, that's also why you want to have a legacy. You want to have your family, you know, stand on the map so that you can ensure that later generations will still maintain or climb, you know, the ladder. I feel like we're kind of, we're moving away from that, not only because of how many people there are, you know, at this point in life, there are just so many people where it's going to be impossible to leave a legacy with the amount of imposition that it once had, you know, circa 1800s. You know, it's not going to be the same thing. Instead, we're kind of leaning into this search for a purpose, search for finding the right purpose for you and, you know, sustaining that throughout your life. And I feel like the search for that purpose is what I'm seeing and what I not, I don't want to say struggle with, but something that definitely consumes a lot of my thoughts or not consumes, um, takes over a lot of my thoughts essentially. And the book kind of made me think about this, you know, into more depth. And now we're going back to what I said before, which is the whole essentiality, essentiality. <laughs> I'm making up words now. The need for awareness in this world. And I talked about it a little bit when I was talking about I can't remember what episode it was, actually. I feel like I talk about this every time. <laughs> but I feel like awareness is one of those tools in life that is so important, especially when it comes to being able to find that purpose. And I mean that in the way that if you listen to last week's episode, I discussed this thing called the human design chart. And the human design chart is basically something that will give you insight onto the way that your brain might work and what might work for it and what might not work for it. And it just kind of gives you some insight upon that type of information. Now, mine came out to be a generator. And that type of personality type's tendency is to respond to situations. And your pro or your inclination or, you know, your sign that whatever you're doing is right for you is satisfaction for a generator. 
you know, personality type. And your con or your sign to whatever is you're doing is not working for you or is not true to you and is not, you know, going to build you up is the feeling of frustration. So when I kind of deeped that information right, if I'm feeling satisfied, that's a good sign for me that what I'm doing is a good, you know, tool for me, then that's one side of the coin. If I'm feeling really frustrated, that's usually a sign that I need to change course. I need to do something else. I need to move. And and that can often, almost always, not align with what our brain is telling us to do, you know? And I feel like that's also what leads to us being so unhappy because we often feel as though once you choose one course, you've got to stick with it till the end. Once you choose one path, you have to stick with it. If you choose a degree or you choose a career or you choose a place to move to, you know, like, well, I made this decision, you know, I've got to stick with it. But if you're feeling so frustrated or guilty or, you know, there's all these different types, it depends on your personality type, if you will. But if you're going through all of these, you know, series of emotions that are pointing you to evident soul deep discontentment, it's at that point where you've got to change course. Now, that can only come with a level of awareness. Now, I am going to open up this window again because apparently we're at a landslide of temperatures in this room. <laughs> do apologize for the intermissions. You can only attune yourself to these types of emotions when you begin to be more aware of them. And of course, you can go to the extreme where hyper-awareness becomes the problem. But a level of awareness is definitely necessary. You need to be able to learn to listen when your body's telling you this isn't working for you. This is not working for you. And this is working for you. Maybe stay this course, fi find more, like dig deeper. I feel like that's the only way that we're going to be able to find our quote-unquote purpose. You know, it's only going to be through these trial and error periods and this level of attunement to yourself and your present experience that you're going to find a way to find that purpose. Now, another big part of finding your purpose, right, is that is often brought upon after a stage of realization. And how do you reach a realization of any kind? In order to have a realization, you have to first be open to all the information coming your way. You need to be open to differences in opinions, differences in perspectives, differences in cultures, in, you know, all things in difference is going to lead to something that you hadn't known prior, you know, a realization. And I feel like that's a huge element of the excitement that surrounds finding your purpose or finding what serves you or finding what excites you. And it really just all boils down to maintaining that sort of openness and vulnerability through all of these stages, you know, of your experience on earth. When you think about it, you know, a huge source of unhappiness is often led by this inability or this frustration or this guilt of feeling as though you're not living true to yourself and you're not fulfilling your purpose and you're not doing anything and you're not fulfilling anything, not making any steps forward, not helping yourself out, you know, that can build and, you know, fester inside of you. 
and lead to, you know, even further, you know, mental problems or negative self-talk or self-deprecation. And you really want to halt that, you know, at its root and halt what could turn on you, you know, whether that's yourself as well. You know, oftentimes if you shield yourself and cocoon yourself and that sustained experience and that constant way of living that you know isn't serving you, but it's comfortable, that's also a big part of why it can be really difficult to find your purpose. You find a lot of comfort, a deep sense of comfort in what you've known and done before. And, you know, there's respect in that. There's respect in holding to your routines, holding on to your rhythms, and being able to stay with it for consistency, longevity. But if you find that and you attune to your emotions and find that that's not serving you and that's not helping you out, you have to surpass that fear and try these new things. Open yourself to these realizations. Be more aware to the way that you're feeling and the more that and the way that you respond to things, experiences, people. You know, that's going to push you to kind of change that reality because you know your new life is going to cost you your old one. That's what they always say. Your new life will cost you your old one and it's going to start with those little steps and it's going to start with that kind of attunement to your environment and the people around you and that will eventually push you in the direction that you need to be going. Because I, you know, honestly believe that we only have, you know, half of the control or maybe even less, a third of the control over what happens in a lifetime. What is most important or most in our control is rather our reaction to it and our way of moving around it and our way of maneuvering around these difficult situations, these difficult times, these almost suffocating circumstances. You know, our reaction to that and the way that we move forward is what's going to help us, you know, fall out of those negative habits and find kind of pick our way to, you know, that designed or desired reality, you know, that purpose that we seek. I don't know if all of that made sense, you guys. I I don't know what's going on up here, honestly. No thoughts. No thoughts, actually. But I really hope some of that made sense to you. And I enjoyed discussing it. And please, please, please let me know your thoughts. Because eventually I think I want to have some guests on here. Let me know if you guys would like that. I want to have a little series where either I'll have conversations with friends or, you know, brand new acquaintances and just kind of get to the crux of the matter and just have these deeper chats because I feel like that's kind of the wave that a lot of people are going towards. I feel less fulfilled having more, um, you know, external topic oriented, if that makes any sense. Like, I would rather talk about these types of things than the news. I feel like it's it would be a really great thing for me to use this platform or this podcast in order to invite more of these conversations and have a back and forth with you guys. So that's kind of that's kind of the vibe that I'm feeling for the pod, but let me know what you guys think. And I think it, yeah, it would be nice to have someone else on the pod. Let's see, have more opinions up in here. But <laughs> that's all for this week's episode, you guys. I really hope you enjoyed and I hope some of it could advise you in some way. These are all lessons that I 
am learning, have learned, or am still learning, you know, I definitely just want to use this podcast as kind of a, a thinking cup, you know, anything really, any anything, anything that pops into our heads, you know, definitely deserves some time for rumination and, you know, some... contemplation. That's the word. (laughs) Okay, hope you enjoyed. See you guys next week, and I hope you have an amazing weekend, and Merry Christmas! Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Anything, anything at all. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening.